0: Aum Guru Brahma, Guru Vishnu, Guru Devo Maheshwara, Guru Sakshat Parabrahma, Tasmây Shri Gurave 3 page 18. The follies and mistakes we commit in our lives are exclusively a result of our own carelessness. It is important to know how we dispose the seed of the mango. We either throw it away or plant it in order that we reap its rewards. We need to decide how to use our abilities which are seeds. Our success in life depends upon how we think and act. When we enter a contest, it kindles the Asura Bhava, demonic nature in us. This is because the vanquished invariably seeks revenge. Instead, the loser should allow the winner to gracefully act out his karma and the winner should not humiliate the vanquished. The day we realize that winning and losing are relative and our own self is eternal, our demonic nature will be replaced by Deva Gunas, godlike qualities. These are extraordinary insights into the experiences of our daily lives. Sadguru Murali Krishna addresses us with a degree of intimacy and compassion that does not fail to profoundly move the recipient every individual has the freedom to discriminate between good and evil do not jump into conclusion that somebody is god just by hearsay you need to validate that fact through your own experience based on what you have seen and sensed god is wisdom so check whether such wisdom exists Sadhguru, Murli Krishna, highlights the importance of faith, prayer, surrender and gratitude in our daily lives. Prayer helps us to control our passions, check our desires. Human desires destroy faith. Our faith should be based on the control of our desires. Our inner grace is our faith and we must cultivate that inner grace to keep it burning. All that we are today, explains Swamiji, is a result of what we have done in the past. But God has successfully provided us with human birth and given us the capacity to discriminate. Many devotees complain to me. Many devotees complain to me that they have not wronged anybody in this life when I tell them that the hardships they have to endure are a result of our ancestors, then everybody is happy. But none realize that what we go through is due to our own karma. We should lose the ego in ourselves. Only pain can lead us to God. Multiple religions, multiple paths. According to Sadhguru Murali Krishna, all religions are legitimate paths to God. The problem does not lie in religion. Problems arise when we think that only what we think and act are right. This inevitably produces discord. When this happens, we need to pause and reflect. When we are sick, we use the same medicine irrespective of different religions. Caste and religion do not matter there. When we derive solace from overcoming our difficulties, You can be sure that God exists there. Religion should be a balm, providing relief from pain. This helps to explain why Swamiji accords critical importance to developing and nurturing faith. What saves us in time of trouble is faith. Rituals and rites do not constitute the foundation of our lives. It is love alone that can. If we are united in love, it is possible to save ourselves. Just as there are many paths to a city, multiple religions of the world today symbolize multiple paths. Each religion ought to become a path. If one in front, who is God, guides the devotee, then even a trail in the forest has the ability to become a path. When many more travel along the same path, the path Gives way and becomes a main road. It is possible that many sub roads emerge from this main road, but our collective aim must consist in achieving salvation. Mere reading of the scriptures is no guarantee of securing salvation. It is important to practice the insights contained in the scriptures. One does not get salvation by reading the Bible or the Gita. We should endeavor. become better persons. We should attempt to practice what is contained in those holy books. We should try and create a world that is in consonance with our conscience. Again, the Supreme Being, God, provides us with beautiful opportunities in our present life to turn to Dharma, the path of righteousness. We must make maximum use of that opportunity By becoming that opportunity to overcome our negative karmas, mindless actions inherited from previous births, we should strive towards moksha, liberation from the cycle of birth and death. Finally, we do not need to become either God or his prophet. It is important to spread self-knowledge. If we radiate the knowledge which is residing in us, we become prophets. I am not God. I am only a pretext to reveal the path of God. Discourse in Tiruvannamalai on the Guru's spiritual master. The meaning of the word Subrahmanya, Su or pure plus Brahman or Supreme Consciousness means Parabrahman, the Supreme Self. The child's duty is towards the mother while the duty of the Shishya is towards the Guru. The mother is ever watchful of her child irrespective of where the child is. Similarly, the Guru is always looking after the disciples irrespective of whether the student is close by or far away. It is however also up to the child to stay close to the mother. Similarly, the student should always stick to the Guru. Just as the sunflower is forever steadily focused upon the sun, there is a fundamental difference between the milk, food given by the mother and the spiritual master. The milk that the Guru gives us is the form of knowledge. The milk that the Guru gives us is in the form of knowledge and strengthens our sense of discrimination, while mother's milk provides strength, love, and compassion. Knowledge here implies the answer to profound questions like What is the purpose of life? Why do we meet only certain people and not others? These are questions that we need to contemplate and introspect upon. Absence of such knowledge is the root cause of sins like selfishness. Moksha or salvation can be obtained only if there is internal peace. This peace can only be obtained if one has adequate knowledge, is free from doubt. Such release from doubt is only possible at the feet of the Guru. Accordingly, knowledge is essential to attain moksha and to attain this knowledge, we need to grasp the four Vedas. Understanding the Vedas is also essential to master the two Vedangas of family life and work. If we want to quickly experience the Divine, we only need to follow the examples of the great sages and practice the Guru's teachings. The Guru accelerates this process of learning and leads the seeker to experience enlightenment. The four Vedas consists of Mother, Father, Guru and God. Among these four, it is the Guru who is the most difficult to find. Only if the kingdom, the body and the king, the Atman, the soul, are pure, will the Guru design to appear to the seeker. The Guru then imparts knowledge through mantras, combination of syllables and essential medicines to ensure that only positive thoughts enter and completely blocks the entry of negative thoughts. It is easier for the seeker to develop faith in the Guru, but it is not so easy for the Guru to trust the seeker. This helps to explain why the Guru needs to test the heart and mind of the seeker. This process is essential to separate or extract ghee, which is clarified butter, from milk. Milk, by its very nature, provides strength but is unsustainable over long periods of time, while clarified butter, even though more difficult to obtain, is sustainable and provides knowledge on respect and duty towards parents. We should respect our parents irrespective of what they might have done in the past, since it is through them that we have attained a human form and this wonderful opportunity to attain salvation. For instance, Lord Krishna killed men like Kamsa. Yet, we worship Lord Krishna. One needs to realize that everything is ordained by God and everything is ordained by Him for a reason. Consequently, there is no point in debating good and bad as all actions are a result of destiny. Sin is always committed for a reason or the force of actions committed in the past. One needs to understand these causes. Such understanding requires knowledge and such knowledge can be only imparted by the Guru children should take care of their parents with love. The son has no control over the physical well-being of his parents, but he can at least care for them and be compassionate and loving. Care is not about providing facilities and physical comforts, but respecting and loving one's parents. We also need to fulfill our duties towards our parents by keeping our own bodies healthy. Otherwise, We may hurt our parents, as they invariably get hurt, when their children are not healthy. On nature and man, the Panchabhotams, or the five elements including earth, water, air, fire and ether, are Shiva's, God's property, and consequently belong to all. One who has control over these elements attains Brahman, which is salvation. But man fights for ownership over the elements without understanding that they belong to all. Nature by itself is pure. It is man who is polluting it. Man has no right to spoil nature and it is his responsibility to nurture it. One needs to complement nature in all possible ways, including ways of living. The clothes we wear, for example, must be made by using natural fibers rather than artificial resources. For instance, the use of plastic footwear pollutes the environment. For harmony to prevail, the household, community and country needs to be kept clean and free of pollution. On the four Vedas, it is man's responsibility to become Daivik, godly, As he grows and develops, instead, he tends to debase himself and becomes asuric, demonic. When born, every child is divine and playful like Hanuman and life is all about a child's endeavour to become like Lord Rama as he grows. Only then will the four Vedas represented by Sita, Compassion and Friendship, Lakshmana, karma. Hanuman, Shakti, and Rama, self-knowledge, will follow. These four Vedas constitute the qualities of a true king or God himself. Every person is divine from birth and need to realize this truth through experience. The Guru disciplines the student who has the potential for mischief like young Hanuman or baby Krishna. The Guru disciplines the student to make the student realize this truth from experience. The four Vedas are also represented by Mata, Pitta, Guru and Devam or Mother, Father, Guru and God. It is said that God easily reveals himself only to children and madmen. This is because if God appeared before normal people, They would immediately expose God to everybody without discrimination. But the child cannot speak, and the world will not believe a madman. This perhaps explains why God might appear easily to them. We always tend to protect valuables like gold. Similarly, divinity always tends to shield itself from common experience. On the body and the soul, While different people have different forms, body, the soul or Atman is one and resides in all. One needs to develop the capacity to realize this profound truth. This can be explained by taking recourse to an analogy. We need to enhance our capability by not concentrating on different glass frames or bodies. Rather, focus on the glass or the Atman, which is same irrespective of the shape or frame, to experience the truth. The soul or Atman or Shiva has but one name. It is constant. It is neither burnt by fire nor wet by water and is eternal. Even death cannot affect the soul while the body perishes on account of it. The realized soul does not therefore fear death. The Atman is eternal and needs to be worshipped and not the body which is transient. If trapped in this body, there is no true power. But once we overcome this limitation, we are genuinely free. We are genuinely free and powerful. Materialistic quests require a body, while spiritual ones only need the soul. However, having said that, know that the body should not be neglected. It is God's gift to us. It must be used to facilitate only those activities that are necessary for spiritual evolution. It should therefore always be protected by sandalwood and not mistreated by covering it with garbage. Life is like a passport and needs to be preserved. To return safely to the place of origin salvation or perfection similarly the body needs to be preserved to be able to return to our true homes after attaining salvation also it should be noted that while it is fine to physically sleep it is dangerous for the atman to sleep as then the forces of darkness may enter and prevent the seeker from realizing the objective of self-realization. On foods, the body is like a cooking vessel and the mind is like a spoon. If the body breaks down, there is no use of the spoon. Accordingly, it is important to keep the body healthy. The foods that we consume determine to a large extent the body's well-being and health. For instance, it takes milk two to four days to actually provide strength. There are many other food items that can provide the same strength in a much shorter time span. However, the ability of these foods to provide lasting strength is constrained. While even though milk takes much longer, it provides lasting strength. We must therefore learn to consume those food items that provide enduring strength. The best foods also tend to be those that taste bitter during intake but whose essence is sweet on digestion. On the other hand, the other foods which are sweet during intake but whose essence is bitter need to be avoided. This paradox is a pointer to the larger paradox of life that strength is obtained only by facing more difficulties and it is important to learn to resolve them rather than avoid them altogether. In short, sweetness tends to arise from negotiating bitterness. In short, sweetness tends to arise from negotiating bitterness. It is only by facing the numerous tests of the Guru that the pupil gains knowledge, sweetness on offerings and yagnas, People should offer everything to God before consumption as the object to be consumed has to be obtained by the grace of God. Only then does their power grow. Similarly, anything given by the Guru or parents should be taken only after worshipping them To recognize the sacrifices that they have made to obtain it also the first offering should be made to the poor and needy and only after they have been fed should others be fed in the final analysis for anything we obtain in life we need to be grateful and express our gratitude to the giver yajnas or sacrifices are instances by which Man expresses his gratitude to God and prays for the welfare of all beings. Yagnas are also instances. When man asks for divine protection to overcome the various obstacles that he faces while he engages in life, obstacles are like the waves in the sea. They come constantly, one after the other. It is possible for a person to negotiate a few of these obstacles, but not all of them. It is for this purpose that we perform worship and conduct yajnas. On unity of religions, unity and brotherhood born through love and compassion are absolutely essential for liberation. Good deeds and worship do not by themselves suffice if there is no compassion for other beings. God has created three primary objects of worship wind, water and fire and to these correspond the three systems of worship tailored towards these objects. Om Sharavana Bhava Thus ends page 27. Thus we conclude the day 3 of the Arayana of Global Mission of Sadhguru Sharavana Bhavaji. Om Sharavana Bhava Guru Sharanam